0: You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. Well, folks, unimaginable horror took place three hours north of us in Lewiston, Maine. Let's get the latest now. As the hunt continues, this is GMA.
1: Source tells me this is a worst-case scenario involving a highly skilled gunman who is irrational. The person of interest, Robert Card, is a firearms expert and Army reservist with a history of mental illness, recently telling officials that he was hearing voices and threatening to attack a National Guard base in Seiko Maine. He was committed to a mental health facility for two weeks this past summer. As a result, there are hundreds of federal and state law enforcement descending on the scene in a massive dragnet. I'm told the FBI, U.S. Marshals, ATF and Secret Service will offer resources as well. The FBI has dozens of agents helping to process the crime scene and who are assisting with the victims. The FBI is also helping in the manhunt, which involves helicopters and other aircraft and setting up various road checkpoints as part of an intensive effort to try to keep this person from escaping the area. Tactical teams will also be made available, as well as behavioral scientists and other experts as needed. Sources say this is receiving the highest level of attention from not only the Attorney General, FBI Director, Homeland Security Secretary, but also the President himself. I'm told this is literally an all-hands-on-deck situation. It's the worst mass shooting of the year and believed to be the worst mass shooting since the massacre of those children in Uvalde in May of 2022. And, Pierre, the the sheer rash of mass shootings, it's really taken hold. Well, even as gun violence has moderated a bit, Robin, over the past year, mass shootings have emerged as what can only be described as a chronic disease now firmly in place. After averaging fewer than 400 mass shootings up into 2019, the country has not seen less than 600 mass shootings in each of the last three years. We're talking thousands killed and thousands wounded. This year alone, there have been 565 mass shootings so far, 601 killed, 2,300 injured. And we know those numbers are going to spike upward because of what happened last night we do know that Pierre.
0: you know what's amazing is last night i was watching some of the coverage um and one of the experts that they had that they were speaking to before we knew all the details about this individual already started saying this is someone that seems very comfortable and skilled using you know the way he's firing and and then planning this and this is I mean, they have got to. You no know, as I'm speaking right now, uh, they've got to locate where this individual is. But this is, this is not some kid. This is someone. He he he's a firearms expert. He would train people. Let's pick up uh, more information on just. Um, scene of what happened last night. We did
2: hear from Central Maine Medical Center that confirmed they're responding to this mass casualty, mass shooting, but in the chaos and with this incredibly high number of victims, they haven't even been able to confirm the number of people that they are treating. We've heard from one employee inside who said, of course, they have called in all emergency department and critical care nurses. Surrounding hospitals say they've activated their emergency response. They've called in all available staff. But You have to imagine there is some concern this morning about, an abil- about this area his ability to respond on short notice to the sheer volume of victims we also have to note this morning the police presence surrounding the hospital a number of law enforcement vehicles and several officers with long guns waiting at the entrance so anybody who tries to get in the hospital is going to have to stop and check in with them first and in the area of course that shelter in place order still in effect the officials are urging all non-essential personnel to stay home you have to imagine right now all medical staff is going to be essential to treat all these people who
0: need care I mean, it's just unimaginable, folks, what is taking place. Uh, a lot of questions, clearly, as to how this person was then still able so to be free. And here we are
3: again at the scene uh, of what is to be the deadliest shooting so far of 2023. At least 16 people killed. And behind me is that crime scene. The street blocked off. And if you go halfway down the street, that's where the bowling alley is. That was hosting a youth night for children. That's where this suspect began his killing spree. And now an entire community on edge, as that killer, considered armed and dangerous, is still on the run. Two active
4: shooter locations, all available units.
3: This morning, a massive manhunt underway for an armed and dangerous killer after a mass shooting in Maine's second largest city. Yeah,
5: I an mean, active shooter. We have multiple
3: injuries. The first 911 call coming in around 7 p.m. from a local bowling alley hosting a youth night for kids' bowling league. Authorities releasing these surveillance images showing the suspected gunman armed with a rifle where he began his killing spree.
6: We well, were inside and there's no one of bowling and out of nowhere he just came in and there was a loud pop. Thought it was a balloon. I had my back turned to the door and as soon as I turned and saw that it was not a balloon, he was holding a weapon. I just booked it down the lane and I slid. Basically into where the pins are and climbed up in the machine and was on top of the machines for about 10 minutes until the cops got there.
3: The suspect then traveling about four miles to the second shooting scene at a local bar and restaurant. There are
6: multiple scenes in the city to include
3: multiple hospitals. A lot of witnesses were just speaking with. Dozens injured. It's all ages. It was all ages. Police have identified 40-year-old Robert Card as the person of interest. Sources telling ABC News he has a history of military service and is a firearms instructor and was treated at a mental health facility over the summer after allegedly saying he was hearing voices and threatened to shoot up a National Guard facility in Saco, Maine.
6: If people see him, they should not approach Card or make contact with him in any way
3: authorities discovering the suspect's white Subaru around 11 30 p.m. eight miles from the Lewiston crime scenes the car scene with the door open and lights on with the suspected killer on the run the community placed on lockdown people told to shelter in place overnight we spoke with Megan Hutchinson and her 10-year-old daughter Zoe who were at the bowling alley
7: when I turned around I saw the shooter right like behind me I just come in the door um I don't know if that was just a warning shot or if he actually shot somebody with that one um but we between the lanes there's um some swinging doors like where they keep all the mechanical stuff out back so we kind of all just ran that way. We barricaded in there, and another parent was in the room with me. She had a phone. She called 911.
3: Zoe's leg grazed by a bullet. The young girl now unable to comprehend the horrific crime scene she witnessed.
4: Just like shocking, like it's something that you think would never happen. I never thought I'd grow up and g- get a bullet in my leg. Why? Like, why do people do this? I was more worried about, like, am I going to live? Am I going to make it out of here?
7: Like, what's going to happen? Are the cops going to come?
3: questions no child should ever have to ask. This community here gripped by fear right now that lockdown is in place in Lewiston and surrounding communities. People told to stay indoors, lock their doors. Businesses and schools are closed as more than 100 investigators comb the area looking for that suspect. We've also learned that President Biden was briefed on that situation overnight. In fact, he was removed from a state dinner with the Australian Prime Minister so that he could get on the phone and make calls to local officials here in Maine.
0: folks we'll update you on the latest you're listening to the john DePietro show aj drywall plaster home improvement call them today for a free quote you can also find them on facebook 401-323-9252 323 9252 AJ Drywall Plasters Home Improvement Frame to Finish Basements. What a difference it'll make in your basement. Acoustic ceilings. Look how beautiful your ceiling could be. New homes, additions. Also, commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling. Contact them today. It's a family run business. AJ Drywall Plaster Home Improvements. Call for a free quote. What a difference they'll make. In your home your ceilings floors basements 401-323-9252 what a difference beautiful walls and ceilings 401-323-9252 you can also find them on facebook it's aj drywall plaster and home improvements for your home or business The Cohesit Inn, 226 Cohesit Avenue, West Warwick. Delicious food and drink. They have a great bar area, always a dependable menu. Whether you're going to eat there or take out, a delicious meal is waiting for you at the Cohesit Inn. Look for them online. You can also find them on Facebook. Whether it's lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge, always a good time at the Cohesit Inn, 226 Cohesit Avenue in West Warwick. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. Well, no shortage of drama <clears throat> coming out of Woonsocket. Channel 12 with the story. Woonsocket Mayor Lisa Baldelli-Hunt used one million one point one dollars to purchase five acres of vacant property that's apparently only worth 200000 I agree. The whole thing seems odd
4: concerns about a $1.1 million land deal that was struck between Mayor Lisa Baldelli-Hunt and a private developer. The deal went through without council approval. The mayor tells Target 12 the land will be used to build affordable housing, but the councilors warned she may have violated the city charter. It requires council approval on all transactions above $100,000. The council is expected to call a special meeting next Wednesday to talk about the issue. For more information, we have the full story on WPRI.com
0: i mean the drama just continues um <clears throat> at first blush i'd be very curious to hear what the mayor has to say on this in uh, a lot of the questions you know why do it in secret why wouldn't you make this public at first blush it, it does seem odd unless it's fully explained <clears throat> when in fact when you have members of the city council that are the deal was finalized October sixth, according to it was published in the Providence Journal, and that's where some city councilmen, Brian Thompson, John Ward, they first learned about it. So you do that without council approval. Um, it's supposed to be any type of purchase, a contract, according to them, over one hundred thousand. This is clearly more than that. So now the city solicitor, Michael Mike Lepizera, um who they say didn't know about the purchased so and then channel 12 has learned that the mayor used a private land attorney to close on the deal she she the mayor has said she's aware of the threshold but didn't think she needed the council approval because it was like government money i i i admit i don't understand the secrecy of it, I don't understand why you would spend $1.1 million on the property. Channel 12, they reviewed the land records. The two parcels have a combined assessed value of 197000 So if the land is valued at 197000 and the mayor confirmed she purchased the land using funds from the US Department of Housing Urban Development home investment partnership program which is designed to try to create affordable housing for low income households so she estimated the goal is to use still totaled 1.9 million build nine affordable housing but it still comes back to why would you pay 1.1 million on property that is valued at a little under two hundred thousand Channel 12 confirmed a portion of the properties on wetlands why why is that gonna be it despite these obstacles the mayor's bullish about the project um i I don't i I have to admit i I don't understand why if this is uh, such a you know i don't want to say a good deal but if this is the right move the proper way to move ahead on this project why would you leave all these people in the dark on it um so all this is going to do is now add to now unless it it sure sounds like there's still animosity between the mayor and uh, the city council on it but i i don't understand why in fact if this thing was all on the up and up why you would choose to then do it in the dark or keep people in the dark i should say do it in secret and not let people know how this is you know how this is all going to take place so i don't um i don't understand that part so i understand that maybe this if you've hey listen there are rules and guidelines that's an awful lot of money. I think that's a very reasonable question. Why did we spend $1.1 million on some land that's valued under 200000 More questions than answers. Good job by Channel 12. Folks, you're listening to The John DiPietro Show. Propane Plus. Call them today. Heating and Cooling in Rhode Island 401 885-4209 in Massachusetts 508-252-3359 for propane Plus. plus three generations you can always depend on propane plus for all your heating and cooling call them today 401-885-4209 three generations they're available 24 7 for service and delivery and they're going to serve you for a very long time they have a great user-friendly website you just log on at propaneplus.com. And then you type in your zip code, residential, commercial, propane plus, heating and cooling, always there for you. Give them a call today in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. The Johnson family, three generations, heating and cooling. You can always depend on propane plus. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. I want to give credit to Channel 10. There's a story that we have on uh, DiPietro.com. There's a staffer for Governor McKee. He's also a Providence City Councilman. His name is Miguel Sanchez. He's clearly – well, first of all, he bragged on social media how he attended the Hamas supporters rally for Palestine on Saturday – and you have a governor mckee who's trying to say oh no i i support israel but he's got one of his workers that's a constituent worker for him posting just the opposite taking sides against israel i want to give credit to channel 10 they at least did a story on it this is the second story channel 12 does seem to take a more progressive approach and they don't lean in on these stories. Actually, they don't They do not do these stories. But I want to play, Channel 10 even tried to catch up with this individual at the uh, Providence City Council.
4: Comments online.
0: Oh, hold on one moment. Here we go, folks.
4: Social media posts kind of put him at odds mm-hmm. with the governor's pro-Israel viewpoint standpoint. NBC 10's Liz Bateson is live outside of the House mm-hmm. with what the staffer is saying now. Uh, Liz, good morning. Good morning, Allison. The governor has made it clear he condemns Hamas, but Providence City Councilor Miguel Sanchez's social media posts take a different stance. Sanchez doubles as an associate in McKee's Constituent Affairs Office. He posted on X, formerly known as Twitter, that he participated in last Saturday's pro-Palestine rally in Providence. In his post, Sanchez wrote, quote, Providence did not disappoint. I marched with thousands of people calling for an immediate ceasefire and an end to the occupation. In an in another post he writes the U.S. is actively aiding in genocide and we must demand respect of all human rights, especially the Palestinian people who faced atrocities for decades. Sanchez declined a request for comment and we asked Providence Mayor Brett Smiley about the posts.
2: I don't agree with much of what was said at that protest. I respect everyone's right to say it. I try to. Uh, be disciplined in, in my public speech, and I would hope that he would do the same. How that impacts his op- employment is really between him and his employer.
4: We reached out to the governor's office for comment. as spokesperson says the governor's position is clear. He condemns Hamas, but a uh, senior staffer did speak directly to Sanchez, but they're not offering any other comment at this time. Live in Providence, Liz Bateson, NBC 10 News. It this is, is
0: an embarrassment this is a disgrace he should be terminated as many i i attended that march this was not a pro-palestinian march this was an anti-israel march is what it is and by the way folk, and we're paying we're paying this guy's salary i i am appalled this is allowed to go on now i also want to play the media is ignoring this statement that was made and it's as if they want to pretend it didn't happen um this was tuesday night rhode island state house and the person you're going to hear he's an attorney in providence orthodox jew russell raskin and the media won't acknowledge that he feels this way and said these things and i want to play it for you i i was there and this is the audio of it
5: on the Holy Sabbath, terrorists accumulated on the streets of Providence. Hold Prov- on,
0: let's start from the beginning. A
5: few days ago, on the Holy Sabbath, terrorists accumulated on the streets of Providence right. and said words that have not been heard since the 1930s and the 1940s. Yep. And American Jews at that time were powerless. We are no longer powerless. That's right. That's right. We cannot allow any human being to believe that they are safe, quoting Goebbels and Eichmann, on the streets of Providence. That's right. Not in our generation. That's right. Yes.
0: Now, that was uh, Russell Raskin. And now, the thing about that is no one in the media will cover— except for me the rest of the media they ignore that what i find interesting folks is this is the same group that i mean what i don't understand let me let me rephrase it if the, the the media they'll do a story if you know if if one person is quote uncomfortable by seeing something or hearing something well, it's an issue. we got to do something about it, right? We can't tolerate this. There's one person that's uncomfortable with it. Here you have an entire group of individuals that, and rightfully so, are offended by what was said and what was done and the chanting and everything else. and And no one does anything about it it's it's very very telling as i also want to point out there is something with channel 12 you know justin katz who we chat with every monday he's always pointed out he thinks they're more progressive um maybe i didn't see it as much in the past but but channel 10 was the one that they did a story on senator Tierra mack and her whole thing of i am against israel channel 12 didn't do that story channel 10 now just did a story that it, An aide to Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee is attending this rally and posting things on social media that he's against Israel. And Channel 12 isn't doing the story. What what does that tell us? I think it tells us a lot. One time did not do it. Okay, maybe they missed it. Maybe they were doing something else. Two times? uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that two times they didn't do anything on it. I, I would tend to think that maybe there is something here. And something that should be looked at and not ignored, that's for sure. How can you ignore it when uh, they're trying to pretend that it's not going on? And this is Governor McKee, who Channel 12 has been very aggressive. And maybe if, we, we, uh, if they learned that Miguel Sanchez, not only was he posting anti-Semitic remarks, but he was involved with the ILO contract, then maybe they would jump on it. Very, very odd, but good good job. Kudos to uh, Channel 10. Folks, you're listening to The John DePetro Show. J. Perry Paving, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Call today for a free estimate serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. 401 732 1730. Letter J J. Perry Paving. Why don't you get your driveway paved? Maybe you're parking lot. J. Perry Paving, licensed and insured, contracted company, committed to meeting their client's needs, no matter how big, how small. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new paving project, just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. What a difference it'll make for your home, for your business. With J. Perry Paving, call them today, free quote, 401-732-1730, 401 401- 732 1730 Look for them on Facebook. They're also online. And remember, no one is better with veterans than j Perry Paving. If you're a veteran or related to one, they have a special package designed for you. It'll be the most cost-efficient way to get your driveway paved or your business. j Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Let's go to Representative Michael Lawler of New York, who was talking about how there are certain people will not condemn what was happening. Babies
6: slaughtered. The worst massacre of Jews since the Holocaust. Israel has a right to exist, a right to defend itself. We have members in this body that do not believe that members in this body that cannot muster the courage or the strength to condemn the slaughtering of babies but have the audacity to repeat a vile and disgusting lie that Israel bombed a hospital they are not worthy of serving in this body And the fact that we have people that didn't even sign on to this resolution tells you everything you need to know. If you cannot stand with Israel, our greatest ally in the Middle East, a beacon of democracy and hope and freedom. You do not belong in this body. Those members should resign in disgrace.
0: He's exactly right. (laughs) Folks, and you have it. Locally, the people, I don't blame that rep for being upset. He should be upset. I go back to the double standard that is existing out there where uh, it's just absolutely inconceivable. But there are the people that we've talked about that they go along and they're allowed to be anti-israel now that miguel sanchez that works for governor mckee he posted he posted this audio he posted this audio you know this whole business of hey hey ho ho the occupation is going to go it's It is absolutely disgraceful what is taking place, what's allowed to take place, and the fact that some of these individuals continue to hide behind it. They need to be called out. They need to be shamed. Governor McKean needs to take action. You can't have someone on your staff that feels that way, that is acting that way, that is sending mixed messages, and it is sending mixed messages. So – and as far as this uh, crisis that is taking place right now and as far as in Gaza, it is – I want to – it is still the Hamas leaders that are using – the human shields. Let's go to the latest now in the Middle East. Good
7: morning, Robin. We're in the town of Rishon Litzion. It's in central Israel, and last night it was hit by rockets fired from Gaza. You can see for yourself the damage that was inflicted here. There were a small number of casualties and many people have been forced to leave their homes. It's actually quite rare for these rockets to get through, but just a few minutes ago we had another attempted attack. I heard at least five interceptions by the air defense system. This as Israel launched over 250 strikes in Gaza, last night targeting Hamas they say but as you say the civilian casualty rate there climbs remorselessly. Overnight an Israeli tank raid into Gaza. The military releasing a video of the operation saying it was in preparation for the next stages of combat and that the soldiers have since returned to Israel. Hamas. In an address to the nation Prime Minister Netanyahu also saying Israel's preparing for a ground operation though no word on when it'll happen. Israel launching hundreds of strikes in Gaza, saying it's targeting Hamas, as the situation on the ground becomes ever more dire. Some hospitals reportedly shutting down as fuel runs out. Israel has cut supplies and claims Hamas is stockpiling fuel. And those hospitals still open? inundated with the wounded and running on generators also low on fuel you receive hundreds of civil wounded patients you cannot offer much for them just last night we are just giving some peaceful word for them to die more than six and a half thousand have been killed in gaza according to hamas health authorities 20 days of bombing after the massacre of at least 1400 in israel
5: <laughs>
7: grief has no borders no boundaries in this war Wael al Datu, Gaza bureau chief for Al Jazeera, burying his wife, his son, his seven-year-old daughter, and his baby grandchild. The news organization saying they were killed in an Israeli airstrike. Well, we just spoken to the Israeli defense forces about that particular attack. They say that they were targeting Hamas infrastructure in the area and insist that they do everything to try and mitigate civilian casualties. A tragedy no?
0: You know, folks, again, This situation is not going to um it's not going to go away the Biden administration are trying to slow walk what's happening uh as far as the seemingly the troops entering Gaza it's um this is by all accounts though you know look at what you're talking about and in all the the money that they spend on weapons instead of that they should have been spending they receive so much money the palestinians but hamas takes it look at all these tunnels they have the the maze of tunnels they still have the hostages this situation is nowhere near being a uh, result it's 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 trying to it's kind of difficult i think to even try to navigate like where is it in the course of this but as of right now you still have all these hostages the shelling that is going on is incredible but i want to give credit to that rep that called it out so you have people that won't sign on condemning the atrocities of october 7th it's it's hard to kind of wrap your head around but but it's very strong and they're out there and they don't like being called out on it and they want to continue their beliefs um i can't imagine a situation where this is tolerated but it is tolerated but i agree with that rep saying we have to stand with our ally in the middle east and that ally is israel you're listening to the John DePietro Show. At Med Urgent Care, walk in urgent care center, all your medical needs. They're open seven days a week. Doctors and nurses, two locations 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. That's right in the Atwood Medical Center. 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. Again, they're open seven days a week there's two locations, one near you, Johnson right in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich. That's right across from Felicia's. When you need and I need urgent care, you want AtMed Urgent Care. Again, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnson in the Atwood Medical Center and 5750 Post Road East Greenwich, 7 days a week doctors and nurses at Med Urgent Care. <music> Yankee tree service call them today 401-439-6028 the tree trimming experts from Lincoln you can always find them online yankee treeservice.com tree removal since 2006 24 7 emergency service available it's Yankee tree folks I've dealt with them for years tree removal stump grinding tree pruning also emergency service and bucket truck service you can depend on on Yankee tree service call them today get a free quote 401-439-6028 and remember with Yankee tree service they have the license arbutus they'll come out and they'll explain which tree maybe you want to get removed maybe what tree you don't want to get removed tree pruning also one of the best things you can do for your property and for your trees it's Yankee tree service call them today the tree trimming experts based out of Lincoln Call them at 401-439-6028, Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. So there was a rally at the Rhode Island Statehouse. This time, the good guys, Rhode Island Coalition for Israel, they had a decent turnout. They did it on short notice. I give them credit. They spoke up. They had some interesting speakers. I want to play some some of the sound. We covered it on the scene live stream. You can see a link to the rally on the website to petro.com and then um, and obviously also on Facebook. But I want to play one of the speakers, and you're going to hear some of the sound from. Um, speaking with some of the organizers afterwards. So I want to play um, one of the speakers from yesterday.
5: on the of Hold on, here we go. A few days ago, <clears throat> on the Holy Sabbath, terrorists accumulated on the streets of Providence right. and said words that have not been heard since the 1930s and the 1940s. And American Jews at that time were powerless. We are no longer powerless.
0: That's right. That's right.
5: We cannot allow any human being to believe that they are safe, quoting Goebbels and Eichmann, on the streets of Providence. That's right. Not in our generation.
6: That's right. Yes. Get rid of
5: Hamas. And despite this huge sign behind me that says anti-Semitism, we got to get rid of that term. The true term is Jewphobia. Yes, yeah.
6: yeah, Jewphobia. An
5: irrational hatred that has no basis but is very dangerous. And now my prepared remarks, which should only take me two hours.
0: Once again, you're watching live coverage. If we want the world Statehouse. to stop,
5: as all the world seems to want to do, there's an easy answer. Surrender the hostages and get rid of Hamas.
6: That's right. Yeah.
5: The war will stop instantly.
6: That's right. Screw Gaza. No ceasefire.
5: Do you want to avoid Gaza, Gaza casualties? Hey-ho, Hamas has got to go. Yeah. Hey ho, Hamas has got to go. Hey ho, Hamas has got to go. Hey ho, BLM has got to go. Hey ho, Palestinians got to go.
0: Hey
5: ho, go. You did it better than me. Israel is here to stay. Yes, that's right. We tell the world we are not going away anywhere. Yep. There is no reason for us to apologize or need to justify our need and our desire to have security in our homeland.
6: That's right.
5: It is time to dismantle the Hamas apartheid regime. That's right. Yes. Hamas yes. is apartheid. Yes. Yep. A Jew who tries to live in Gaza will be murdered instantly. Yes. What do we call that crowd? Apartheid. Hamas is apartheid. I am 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 tired tired. of the canard against Israel when it's utterly ludicrous. We could not stop the Nazi genocide in the 30s and 40s, but we can in 2023. That's right. Hey, ho, Hamas has got to go. Hey, ho.
0: All right, so folks, that's just some of the sound. What I liked about that was calling out. You know, the media, of course, ignored the initial statements that the speaker was mentioning about what he heard on the streets of Providence on Saturday. I've tried to highlight it, but it's just um, incredible how much the media is not comfortable with the story. I, I hate the thought that they are giving sympathy towards Hamas uh you know announcing we're all palestinians and all this other foolishness i want to play this is a howard brown afterwards i approached him rhode island coalition for israel let's let him short notice
8: ricky got involved because we understood that a rally was being put together and the folks who wanted to do it uh felt they needed some help and um, we're pleased that they took the initiative uh, on, on the behalf of Israel and the Jewish people, and um, Christians who uh, uh, believe in the same uh, eternal truths that uh, that we do. What, what did you think when you saw my video of Saturday of them uh, marching around the city with those chants? Sick. Sick. It's sick. It's uh, there, there. There are no There are no words to describe what happened. Not in this day and age. It's hard to believe.
0: Let's be very clear, Howard. There's no other way to interpret. Hey ho,
8: the Jews have got to go. It's the same as the as uh, free 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 Palestine group. Turn the river to the sea, drown the Jews in the sea. It's all it's all the same thing. And one of the things that we're trying to do is to um, uh, get the uh, training of law enforcement in Rhode Island uh, more attuned right. to that understanding, because mostly they all they've been trained to understand is. Uh, swastikas and uh you know anything about hitler's germany and that's anti-semitism and it's a whole new world um and uh we're looking for more leadership from the state to recognize that
0: you know that is an excellent point that local media they were shrugging their shoulders like well the crowd didn't have swastikas as if that's the only thing that matters you know i've seen people say well you know freedom is sp- freedom of speech h- how is it freedom of speech and how is it well they don't have swastikas." How about one member of the media was like, well, they didn't break any windows. They didn't burn any buildings. Um, Excuse me. When you have 800 people saying we're going to drown all the Jews, we need to eradicate the Jews. We need to get the Jews out of Rhode Island. There's two things. There's a couple things about that. Number one, public officials should condemn this. Number two, local media. I get that it's uncomfortable. You know, folks, this is flashbacks to 2020. They... Local media, they were uncomfortable reporting when the protesters are saying they wanted to kill all the police, and it's playing itself out again. They once again are, well, we're uncomfortable that, you know, all these people, they say, well, they want to eradicate the Jews and they want to drown the Jews. Like, just why are you protecting them? If you protect them and just say it was a peaceful gathering, you minimize the violent aspect of it and what they're saying. For those people that say freedom of speech, I, I, I didn't realize that it's freedom of speech for 800 people to march around chanting that you want to kill all the Jews and drown them and drive them out of the state. <clears throat> Can you imagine? I don't even have to give an example. What if there were 800 people marching around saying they wanted to kill all the blacks and drive them out? Do you think would that be tolerated? Would that be allowed? Would, would that be considered? Wouldn't that at the very least be considered hate speech? It's so backwards, and members of the media, well, you know, they didn't have any swastikas, as if that's the only form that they understand. It's so broken. Wow. I was appalled, and I commend my friends for the Rhode Island Coalition for Israel for speaking up. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's My Health, 1099, Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant, stopping in C. Marie, That historic white church shop local inside all quality products vitamins herbal remedies trusted companies they understand quality integrity it's my health it's all about your health local products i say honey maple syrup beef fresh gum you know they carry over 250 bulk herbs teas and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas hemp and cbd products and much more natural skincare products stop it and see marie and it's my health 1099 Menden road in cumberland it's all about health for you for your family there's vitamins for children all different types of teas all different types of spices boy what a difference it'll make shop local stop it and see the queen of health it's marie and it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland diagonally across from Davenport restaurant Right in that historic white church. It's all about health. It's all about your health. And it's my health. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. So last night on the scene live stream, there we were, Cranston. Someone's going around doing these armed robberies. Juan was on the scene. Let's hear he got the owner of this convenience store right on Cranston Street, who got knocked off. And you can hear directly from... The uh the owner who got robbed. sorry right, what happened?
5: He just got robbed in, uh, You got robbed in gunpoint, yeah. Gunpoint yeah. Oh. Was it a gun or a knife? It's a gun. One black male? One black male with the mask and gloves. What did he say? He just say my, my employee's there. I'm not there, he just called me, he said tell my employee just open this door and give me all the cash and he left. How much he get about? I don't know. We have to check. We didn't figure it
0: out yet. Your employees okay though?
5: Yeah, everything. Everybody's okay.
0: And then was he? Did he have a driver? Someone drive him away? We no, no,
5: just ran away like in the- ran down that way. In
0: that way. Ran up the back. We're okay. We are okay. I don't think you are robbed around here that often.
5: No, it happened like once a while. Yeah. yeah.
0: What do you sell? Smoke shop? Gas station and smoke shop. Yeah. You got weed in here or just no? No. Just Cigar and cigarettes. Cigar and cigarettes. Hey, still, it's um cranston police put out a description so that was uh, on the scene live stream they put out a description of who they're who they're looking for and um there's a serial i don't know i guess we'll use the term serial but the the cranston robber They were they go into these it's like a convenience store they have video cameras though but it's um convenience store they smell, sell tobacco things like that And they they knocked off four of them on Monday night and then one last night. Here's uh, the—oh, good. I think Channel 12 has this piece.
9: One suspect might be involved in many, if not all of them. 12 News reporter Erica Ritchie is live outside Cranston Police Headquarters. And the most recent robbery happened in that city, right, Erica? That's right, Kate. Not only in this city, in the backyard, quite literally, of the Cranston Police Station here, just a few feet away, within walking distance. So you can imagine it took only a moment for officers to arrive after that call came in around 8.30 last night. Let's go ahead and show you the scene as it unfolded. This is the food and fuel on Cranston Street. Investigators searching for evidence and for the suspect who took off after getting cash from the clerk, who he reportedly held up at gunpoint. Cranston Police say this suspect fits the description of the man who robbed stores in Providence and Pawtucket Monday night. Police in Providence just confirming for us in the last half hour that that incident happened on Smithfield Avenue at a convenience store almost identical to the one hit up here in Cranston last night. Pawtucket police confirming that they're also investigating a robbery on Pawtucket Avenue from Monday night and earlier yesterday police in Attleboro connected that incident in Pawtucket to one in their city also late Monday night at the Lucky Lottery and Smoke Shop on Route 1. Surveillance photos from that incident giving a good look at the suspect and the brazen nature of the robbery. Investigators say in that case the store was held up by one armed suspect while a second stood watch at the door and a third drove the getaway car. Now the suspects in those robberies may also be connected to an incident in Central Falls. Also from Monday night about 1110 Lonsdale Avenue, there was a convenience store that was robbed at gunpoint there as well. Police say all of those incidents have a common theme and that is the description of the suspect, we're told that he or a couple of them are men in their mid to early, excuse me, early to mid twenties, with thin builds, average height. They were wearing dark-colored clothing, light-colored gloves, and masks in all of those robberies. If you have any information, you're asked to call nine one one. That's the latest live in Cranston, Erica Richie, twelve News.
0: Nice job, Erica, folks. It is um i mean what's brazen several thoughts about this number one they they have video cameras and it's not deterring them they they have they're they're showing a gun so there's many times when we hear of you'll hear about a bank robbery and that's normally someone passing a note and they claim to have a gun but this is a gun displayed now we don't know what would happen if in fact any of the individuals, uh, you know, gave them a hard time, said, I'm not, I'm not going to give you the money. I mean, we're not, and I, I'm not saying that that should happen, by the way. So when you're in a situation like that, but it's, it's brazen. The, what, what are we, what, I, there's several thoughts about this. And one of the things is in the past, video cameras act as a deterrent. And you know, think of like years ago. You'd think like in the 70s, somebody would have even like a pantyhose. The right, the like, it was almost like a sketch out of a TV show. The robber had like a pantyhose over them just to kind of hide there. But they're brazen about it. Um, we haven't heard about any customers in the store, so they must be watching the store. In Cranston, I think they ran around to the back. There's a street right there. So they run in that way. And then, boom, quickly emerge. It's another problem where masks are more, what's the right word? Acceptable, so to speak, right? Like in the past, before COVID, if you saw someone with a mask, immediately you might be on guard. Now you see a number of different people with masks. Now I was in Providence at the State House rally, and here it was, I don't know, maybe quarter seven, seven o'clock at night, last night, Tuesday night. I'm at the red light right at Providence Place Mall and there's two individuals uh walking from the mall going in the direction towards the east side and they they both have masks on. Now again, I'm not saying they commit a crime, but it's not that uncommon c- uncommon on Saturday. Saturday when I covered the pro Hamas rally, I more than half the crowd had masks on. Now, I I don't know what to make of that. Some of it to maybe even more than half, as I think of it. I'm going to say like 80% of them had masks on. But part of it is to hide who they are. But then another part of it is it's it's part of their whole belief system and demeanor that, right? Like a lot of them, they seem to, I know it sounds crazy. They seem to enjoy, you know, the masks that went along with COVID. But it's um, that's that's brazen coming right in, handgun. Give me all your cash, and then they make their way out. It's just a matter when they're going to hit next, folks. You're, this crew is good. You're listening to the John DePietro show. Do you need a good plumber? I found the best plumber, JMB Plumbing. Call them today. All your plumbing needs. Four zero one. JMB Plumbing. They've been providing plumbing services for years. Skilled professionals stand behind their work. Guarantee you will be happy. Maybe it's repairing damaged water pipes, repair clogged pipelines, maybe replace a a water heater, as well as all your plumbing needs. Call them now. It's JMB Plumbing, 401-743-9153. 9153. Nothing throws off your life or your home or your business. When you need plumbing service, you need someone reliable, someone who's professional, someone who'll handle the job and do it right. It's JMB Plumbing. Call them today, 401 743 9153, JMB Plumbing, and look for them on Facebook. Make sure to find the John DePietro Show Facebook page, and you can watch all the action on the scene live stream. Follow it all real time, live stream. Just follow John DePietro Show right there on the Facebook page. When it comes to insurance, you need a neighbor, a partner, and friend. You need Shapa Insurance Agency. They're located right on Reservoir Avenue in Cranston. Call today. Free consultation. 401 insu 401-900-4678. Shapa Insurance. SIA. Stephen, very experienced. Whether it's auto, home, renters, business insurance, flood recreational umbrella any other protection for your assets rhode island of massachusetts shopper insurance agency your agency of choice call today set up a meeting they're so knowledgeable can have everything under one roof call shopper insurance today 401 900 insu or 401 900 4678 look for them on facebook again located reservoir avenue in cranston shopper insurance agency your neighbor your partner your friend one-stop insurance solutions check out tipetro.com we have merchandise all the shows video exclusive stories waiting for you right there at Depetro.com.